Welcome everybody. We're up to Shir number 839. We're learning today Le'ilo'i Nishmas Simcha Ben Rachel and Le'rafur Shalema Eliyahu Ben Dina Malka. Okay, getting back to our malacha of Boina building um, in, con- in conjunction with the halachas of temporary oil. Okay, so a few interesting things. First of all, um, I, we, we spoke about last time, one of the ways, we, the, we, we've been talking about the mechitzas as far as temporary walls, and we, says that, we said that mechitzas, hamoteres, uh, mechitzas, that uh, have, have a halachic effect in some way, even though they're temporary and even though they're flimsy, um, are not allowed to be put up. If it doesn't have a halachic effect in some way, so then we say, it's not um it, it's not enough whereby um whereby it will be usser like ayhel are like temporary roofing in general we said all temporary roofing is usser in conjunction with the um you know the guidelines that we spoke about you need a tefach that's right you have to be underneath you have to be using the underneath and so on okay so that we spoke about but in general we said all um temporary roofing is usser with those halachas but when it comes to mechitza it's the wall part we said it's only strong enough to be we only ask Chazal only answered it when it actually made a difference in halacha. If it's just fitzniyas for stopping a draft or, or for protection from rain and these type of things, whereby oil would be aser, roofing would be aser, but the walls mechitzos would be mutter. Okay, so backtracking a minute, what we spoke about, and we saw in the in the, um, in the Shulchan Aruch that one of the examples given for the mechitzos hamateres, that is the mechitzos whereby um, it has a halachic effect, is if one puts up a a wall of a sukkah um, on Shabbos or on Yom Tov. They'll put up a wall of a sukkah. Now they'll do it on a temporary basis. They'll do it flimsy with a curtain. And we spoke about the, they're not tying it down or whatever. But the bottom line is, so we said, Lamaisa, that was one of the examples brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, whereby that has a halachic effect because it has a halachic effect because of the fact that it would um, it, it would change a sukkah, it would make a sukkah kosher. Now, so there's two things I just want to explain. So, no, number one, um, somebody brought it to my attention, very important, that um, if it's a flimsy wall, in general, it's not a kosher sukkah, in general. In other words, if somebody puts just puts up a curtain that's that's flying in the air, you know, which is what we said is allowed to be put up on Shabbos because the Mibra spoke about you're not allowed to tie the curtain on top, you're not allowed to attach the curtain um, if you put a curtain, a temporary curtain, you're not allowed to attach it on all of the sides because that's making it more permanent. Um, by sukkah, the halachas, we're not talking about now the, the Shabbos part, but the halachas of sukkah per, per se, if you're putting up a flimsy wall whereby a curtain is just flying in the air or if it's even moving altogether, more than three tfachim and so on, it's going back and forth. No venod, it's called it back and forth in, in, in the wind. So those type of sukkahs in general are not even good. And if somebody was planning on making such a sukkah, they should make sure they speak to their ravs, speak to their, uh, you know, and find out how it has to be done um, in conjunction with, um, you know, material sukkahs that, that move back and forth. But we're not going to get into those halachas right now. But I just wanted to make everybody aware of the fact that even though we mentioned that as one of our examples, because it was brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, that a flip flimsy wall that's put up uh, on a sukkah would have, if it would make the sukkah kosher, 
Um, if we make the sukkah kosher, would be usher alt the the halacha of uh, temporary um, uh, uh, as far as the halacha goes as mechitza hamateris because it's now having a halachic effect. It makes a sukkah kosher. It's changing a sukkah not kosher to a kosher sukkah. But that's it's really um, theoretical because the whole the whole thing is really theoretical because of the fact that uh, the sukkah itself is not really going to be kosher with such a type of a wall. So okay, be it as it may, that was just an example um, to get an understanding of what it's all about. The Shulchan Aruch does bring down that example. Obviously, the Shulchan Aruch is talking about a fact, a type of a wall where it's more sturdy, but we're not going to get into all the details. I just wanted to mention it because I think it's in, somebody uh, brought it to my attention. It's very important that everybody should understand uh, flimsy walls that are shaking back and forth, made out of materials, not so posh it. One has to ask their, uh, you know, ask their rav and find out um, if they could use those type of walls during the week. Obviously, we're talking about during the week, um, how it could be done and where. Okay, number one type of curtain, I do want to mention that if you have a person that has a regular sukkah, they have a regular sturdy sukkah. Again, now coming up to Yom Tov of sukkahs, they now have a regular sturdy sukkah, um, and now they just want to put up, let's say, there's a window, right? Like we spoke about last time. There's a window, they want to put up a curtain, or maybe they have possibly a doorway. Everything is there. You have the four walls and everything, and they have the doorway, and, and maybe there's bugs coming in, or there's there's bees coming in. A lot of times you have stuff like this. Um, it's in a warm area, and so on. So they want to just put up a, a curtain. There's a, there's a pole there, and there's hooks and everything. They just want to put up a curtain in the doorway, so that type of curtain would be okay, or they want to close a curtain in the doorway, or they want to put up a curtain in the doorway, just hook it onto the hooks, again, not on a permanent basis, just a very temporary um, uh, thing, just while they're sitting there, they'll put up the curtain, so bees don't fly in, bugs don't come in, so that type of a uh, curtain, that type of mechitza would be okay, because that is not a mechitza materis, it's not it's not affecting the, there's no halachic change in the sukkah, the sukkah was, let's say, kosher with four sturdy walls beforehand, and now you put up the curtain, whether it's in the window of the sukkah, whether it's in the door of the sukkah, to prevent from bees, or to, to prevent from a wind coming in, or a draft, or something like that, so that type of a curtain, that type of a cover Ring, um, would be okay as long as it's put up on on a bar or hooks that were that was put up there from before Shabbos and beyond. If obviously one cannot go start, uh, you know, uh, building parts of the sukkah, parts of the wall, um, even though it might not have a lachic effect because that's running into the malacha But just putting up the curtain itself, um, it should, to prevent all those various different things, bugs, draft, and the like, would be okay. Now, next thing um, was also brought to my attention, very interesting, that we spoke about last time, uh, if one makes a change, one makes a change in the way um, how they're making their building, if they, they make a change, in other words, if they hold up the roof and then they move the walls underneath, right? We said, let's say like the case of the carriage, I hold up the mosquito net up in the air and then I hold the carriage underneath. So, so um, we said that was okay. So a few interesting pointers. First of all, um, we, we did speak about whereby if one to put a, a blanket over two chairs for children to play under is not allowed to be done else this happens a lot very often children like to go under play tent they want to play tent and they'll throw the uh, blanket over two chairs so that's that's not allowed to be done on Shabbos um, but what could be done if so this is what was brought to my attention the mice if one holds up the blanket and somebody else brings the two chairs right that I'm holding up the blanket in the air and somebody else brings the two chairs and puts it underneath uh, then just dropping the blanket f- from the air as they were holding it up from before they brought the two chairs onto the two chairs would be okay because you you're changing the way that the tent this oil is is being made that's okay the only problem is the only problem is and, and by the way um, I do want to mention another thing 
it's brought down the, the, in the Dirshu. The Dirshu Mishabura brings down very interesting that B'Shem uh, Rav Nissan Karelitz that uh, to hold up the Gag, to hold up the roof a little bit higher from the Mechitzais, he says, um, even though it's not exactly in the place. In other words, you don't have to t- hold it exactly in the place where it's going to be. You could hold it a little bit higher and then and then uh, afterwards you bring in the chairs or you bring in the, the, the walls or whatever you want, you bring in the carriage and then you let it drop onto the carriage. So somebody Taka asked me this question. Interesting. So is there a reminiscence and Karel that says that it's Taka Mutta to do it in such an instance? Um, because somebody asked me this question. Do you have to hold it exactly in the place where it's going to be? In other words, I hold up the mosquito net. Now I roll the carriage under the net. So we said that's okay. Um, so I drop it down. But maybe I have to hold the net, mosquito net, exactly where it's going to be and then roll the carriage underneath, squeeze it under the mosquito net. So he says no. He says you don't have to do it. You're allowed to, if it's a little bit higher, then you roll the carriage underneath. You're allowed to drop it. You drop it onto the carriage. That's fine. He says, since one is holding up the roof, that makes it into a shino. That's what he says. You don't need, you don't need the roof should be mamish, right? So close to the, the mechitzais, whether it's the carriage or whether it's the two chairs or whatever it is, you're moving under the uh, uh, temporary roofing. You don't need it to be so close in a way whereby you'll have to squeeze it in. You hold it a little bit higher, move the carriage underneath and let it drop on. That is fine. You hold the blanket a little higher, move the two chairs underneath, let it drop. It's fine. The only problem is now that, oh, so that's all okay. That's mutter. The problem is what about soicer, to be soicer? Interesting, very interesting. Brings down the Sefer Dirju. That what about to be soicer? We know you're not, you're, you're allowed to build a oil area. You're allowed to make a oil area, a temporary uh, roofing in a, with a shinoi backwards, holding up the roof and move the, um, um, the foundation underneath afterwards. That's okay. But now what about to destroy it backwards? I'll take off the, the bottom, I'll take off the mechitzas, I'll move away the walls and let it just plop down. Or I'll take off the top, or I'll take off the bottom, I'll do it backwards the, the regular way. I'll destroy the oil area, the temporary roofing backwards. In other words, I'll pull away the chairs, let you have the blanket that was thrown over two chairs for two children to play on, the, for children, children to play on. The, now I'll move away the chairs and let the whole thing plop down. Could I do that backwards with a shinoi? Oh, so that's that can't be done. Brings down the Sefer Dirshu. Very interesting. Dirshu brings down from the Chazonish. Um, that's also. He brings down from the Chazonish. He brings down also from Rav Nissen Karel. It's that it's not, you're not allowed to be soicer, even though you could build uh, temporary oil backwards with a Shinoi, but you can destroy it with a Shinoi. He says, that since by, by building this, ways of doing it the opposite way. I build up, so I'll build down, something like that. It's opposite. There's a certain way that you build, not the opposite, it will be okay. But when it comes to destroying, there's no change, there's no such a thing of change. Very beautiful. If you think about it, again, the Chazon and the Rav Nesikarelis, because when you destroy something, when you destroy something, there's no orderly fashion. That's what destruction is. Destruction is exactly that, not a 
orderly fashion. Since there's no orderly fashion of destroying, any way that one destroys something, it's considered soiser. Any way you smash, let's say somebody wants to smash a house, they want to break a car, whatever, I'm just giving a, whatever, they want to break a bottle. Any way you break it, it's called breaking. I broke the bottle, I smashed the house, I broke the door, I did that. You want to take a hammer, take a hammer. You do it with your hands, do it with your hands. There's no orderly fashion of destruction. Destruction, taking something apart in general, it could be done either way. Building it, it's an orderly fashion. When it comes to destroying, it's not an orderly fashion. So with that, we'll say the only problem is if somebody throws the um, throws the blanket on top of two chairs and it, you do it backwards. I hold up the blanket, move two chairs underneath. Very good, that's allowed. But now the problem is you cannot take it apart. So that's running into a problem. A problem if somebody needs the two chairs um, for the for to sit at his table or something like that, that would be a problem to pull out the two chairs or however you do it. That is not allowed to be done because that's considered destroying um, a oil array and that is usher to do. So if somebody doesn't need the two chairs in a chanami, you throw a blanket over two chairs and the kids will play. I'm, I'm not throwing a blanket. You hold up the blanket, bring the two chairs underneath and the kids will play fine. But you can't take it apart till after Shabbos. That's the only problem. You can't take it apart till after Shabbos because there's no such a thing as taking apart a oil array um, in a backwards manner. Thank you for listening. Atzlach and Bracha Kultiv.